0: Hi, I'm Dr. Gilgamesh, and I'd like to introduce you to my podcast, Emotional Anatomy. It's an intelligently designed anatomy that has as its goal the recruiting your interest and curiosity as to how it works so that you can become more familiar with it, and as a result, better at it and enjoy it more. Welcome. Hello again. We are the coalition of the willing. All right, so today I'm going to use this opportunity to help us recognize emotional anatomy in our modern world. And that is uh, that these ongoing rants, these rants that take off and won't stop. All right, all right, let's return heart home now and observe uh, because it's counterproductive and we are the coalition of the willing. This is the story of freedom. We are attempting as best we can to inspire one another into the future of freedom, into the legacy of freedom, into our contribution to the future of the world on purpose. And that's our free choice. Now, It's very exciting to be involved. It's more rewarding than any other experience in the world. You see, it offers us a personally significant participation in a vision, powerful enough to motivate ourselves to get up in the morning, to continue working all day long, to be able to realize that our jobs, our our lives, our families, the people that surround us, we are the coalition of the willing. Those that are fighting for the future of freedom, and we're attempting to learn a language that will help each other communicate a, an understanding of smackdown guerrilla wrestling on cosmic television. Goodness gracious, huh? that uh, that this emotion that gets attacked by various default emotional reflexes, and therefore. Uh, it 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 is sort of like it sneaks up on us it's so insidious it gets the better of me before I realize it okay that the idea is that I'm unfamiliar with my default emotional reflexes and therefore uh, can't stop myself uh, in time before the cascading emotional anatomy snowballs into an overwhelm and in this case I'm going to be Uh, saying the obvious, that we're working together for the, the future of freedom. We are all involved, and we are all responsible. So therefore, catching ourselves before we become counterproductive to the effort becomes important. Being able to see this vision clearly is a gift, for which thank you is the only logical response. This is the land of imagination that begins to understand more clearly the challenge that we face, which is familiarity with our default emotional reflexes that are capable of consuming us without our permission. Consuming us and overwhelming us and forcing us to fight for causes that are not really our Primary heart's home motivation. Well, all right. You may still be stuck trying to figure out what is heart's home. Uh, what is our heart's home? What is your heart's home? Uh, and I'm claiming that it is a, a peaceful place, a beautiful place, a wonderful place, a wow place. Uh, Seeing through the lens of awe and wonder. I'm gifted to have the image of the. The drone, drawing back. Wow. What an incredible view from up here. All right. So uh, we're just talking to one another encouraging one another, investing in each other's confidence so that we might be able to see this thing. Uh, And also then bumping into uh, the uncomfortable reality of, of overwhelm. Uh, the the dropping off of Facebook because I cannot control myself from entering into rants with my best friends all right that's a common experience it's happening quite a bit and uh, people defriending because they cannot tolerate the uh, their friends rants etc cetera, etc cetera. and and so we're seeing this division this division amongst the coalition of the willing that are fighting all for the common cause, our future of freedom, but yet cannot control themselves and prevent themselves from entering into the rant. And uh, it comes in the form of text messages and tweets and and Facebook imagery and and even face-to-face confrontation. But it's a fascinating sense of aggravation that has a compulsion to want to argue back. Don't you hear me? Can't you understand what I'm saying? You've got to hear me. You've got to realize that I am significant. I, am, I, am, I have meaning and purpose too, don't you know? And therefore, I rant my way to demand your acknowledgement of me. Uh, as a a person with a voice, uh, with an intention of goodness in this world. Uh, But if I triggered you improperly, then there's no way that you would be able to continue to listen uh, because the snowball of emotional reflexes overwhelms. The aggro takes over and the compulsive urge to text back repeatedly, and controversially, to express your opinion, what you think is right, becomes more important than the person on the other end of the rant. You see, I, I think that the idea here is to be able to recognize that we're all in this together, and we're all struggling, and we all rant at one another, and therefore we need to catch ourselves in the middle of that rant and realize, what's our goal? And I'm claiming it's the future of freedom, freedom to choose wisely. Might there be a wiser way? Might there be a way of addressing others that would work more effectively? Might it not be counterproductive for us to be fighting amongst one another? (laughs) Ha! I can just hear the, the cheers in, in Russia or in China that they, they believe that democracy is an impossible form of government and should not exist, and that they believe the autocratic form of government uh, that uh, keeps them in line uh, is the better way, because the autocratic form of, no, of government knows what's best for the state. Or knows what's best for our future. Much like I suppose you could argue, here I am, arguing autocratically for the future of freedom. Not at all. I'm introducing you. I'm a physician. I'm not a politician. I'm not running for office. I'm interested in being a person who teaches you about how your mind works, how this is freedom versus slavery. But yet the slavery is one of of demanding that I speak up for myself, right? I can't believe that you don't understand what I'm saying would be the beginning of a rant, or the beginning of an aggravation, the beginning of a triggering into an ongoing argument that tries to explain what you're thinking. When what has happened is, is that the two of you or the ten of you or the hundreds of you have all been triggered into emotional states that can hear that we're in this together for the future of freedom for all the world. Smackdown guerrilla wrestling on cosmic television. You see, the idea is that this is the story of freedom and that I realize I cannot teach it to you. I realize that it is an, only an experience that you can have. It's an experience that is intended to impress you because only once you're impressed will you freely choose to pursue understanding further. The battle for freedom begins in the land of imagination, and freedom cannot be forced upon you. That's not freedom. And people are the product of freedom. We are the people of freedom by your own free choice. Now, again, you might be the people of your latest rant, and that you would be so caught up in it that you're not even listening to me anyway, and you've dropped out of this podcast long ago. And I I do believe that those that are left do have a responsibility, a personal responsibility and privilege. Privilege and responsibility. Now, again, fascinating that the people in the world have gone through this before. Uh, the native peoples have gone through this before. The, I'm privileged to be aware of some of the history of Hawaii, the, the the native peoples of Hawaii. That they would have the responsibility, the privilege and responsibility of caring. For their land, caring for that corner of the land that is theirs. They call it their Kuliana. That's a land division. They divide their land up and and they have the wisdom overlord, and that the wisdom overlord assists people in understanding the, the privilege and responsibility for the future of their survival, and they are assigned a Kuliana, a land division. All right, so later uh, in the history of the world, that word Kuliana became, um, it became responsibility, personal responsibility, but it also has the deeper meaning of privilege and responsibility, because certainly in the modern world, now the land division becomes the person. We see a big vision now of the water from the top of the mountains down through the lava tubes, rising up in the springs, feeding the food, the taro patches, producing the keiki, or the children of the taro patches. We are the life of the land according to this legacy. And we have this responsibility. And indeed, the privilege of this Hawaiian legacy is to realize that they survived for thousands of years, isolated and alone, much like now the earth, isolated and alone. No supply ships, no one's going to rescue you, but we have the responsibility of figuring out this puzzle so that we might be able to survive. We have a kuleana, we have a responsibility to take care of that which is ours. Not which is ours is our personal freedom. This is the story of freedom. And you are privileged to be a part of it. You are the people of freedom. And now we are also able to see in this design that it is intended to produce magnificent people. I'm privileged to have written the article, Magnificent Woman. Because it's typically the woman that raises the children. And it is up to us to realize it is this magnificent woman that carries our future in her hands or in her responsibility as well. So therefore, it is our responsibility to cultivate, nurture, and further the capacity of this woman to raise our children. Very old-fashioned of me? No, very modern of me, very ancient of me, very necessary of me to call your attention to the magnificent woman. For it is she who influences our children. There's the old story of the young man who grows up, becomes the athlete, and finally makes it to the big time, and the television cameras swing round. And dad, of course, having coached him, infinitely proud of all of his skill that has emerged and he's made it so far. But the the young man says, hi, mom. That's how it is. It's not a jealousy. Oh, yes, it does trigger jealousy. Yes, I understand. But that's default emotional reflex that is counterproductive to the future of the world. Of course, it's hi, mom. And for me, mine has passed. But hi, mom. And, hi dad, what a privilege. Okay, I'm back. Now, the people of freedom battling for this freedom in the land of imagination become aware of emotional anatomy and default reflexes over which they have no control. Then, They get involved in a Facebook discussion and confronted for an idea that they have. And suddenly, they try to make sense of themselves or argue their own position, but end up triggered again. I can't believe that you don't understand what I'm saying. And they fall prey to a sequence of emotional anatomy that has ruined relationships between family members, between loved ones, between people everywhere. And these reflex emotions are more powerful than even our heart's home that so desires contact with our loved ones. But yet the reflexes prevent that. Ah, You're in the right place because the precise identification of that reflex is made possible thank you, by the study of emotional anatomy. You want to be able to see it. You want to feel it. You want to sense it. You want to smell it. You want to taste it. You want to touch it. You want to know what it is. You want to name it. I guess I got excited. And that's all right. I mean, uh, some of that's my default emotional reflex. I've got passion for the cause. I accept that. But if my passion for the cause triggers your emotional reflexes, we call that the crazy eight you'll see that in the fourth or fifth page of my website and it's been there since 1991 uh we're that's when the, i think the website came online i was a lucky beginner in the internet uh programs and picked up gilgamesh.com it's become dr gilgamesh now as a method that i'm using to try and sell this to you It's a lifelong task. I'm I'm getting started. Okay. So here you've got these rifts between people who care for one another. But the precise identification is of the mood that created the rift. The triggering of the aggravation. And specifically identified in this particular person's emotional anatomy, although I do recognize in my emotional anatomy a similar place. Son of a gun! I'm human, and I have a similar place, and therefore it's easier for me to recognize in him what he describes, which is, How come you can't see what I'm seeing? How come you can't understand what I'm explaining? How come you can't get it? And that creates a rage, a rant. And then the other person, of course, feeling offended by the attitudes and mood coming at them, the crazy eight ignited, they get twisted into their own rant. And then you've got people ranting at each other all over this country but we are the people of freedom. Why would we be ranting at each other? We are in this together. This is our responsibility, our privilege. We are gifted by freedom, and therefore able to share that with the world by learning a vocabulary that understands that this freedom gives us the privilege of precisely identifying the triggering element in this rant. And, thank you, chooses an alternative emotional pathway. I don't need to change you. You see, so much of psychological thought has been trying to change you. But that's not our objective. Our objective is not to change you at all. Our objective is to see very clearly that this has to do with an intelligently designed organism that is telling the story of freedom bearing witness to the story of freedom, for the more free I get, the better able I am to see everybody helping everybody else understand that we are free to choose for the better. Not to argue with one another over it, but to actually sit down and discuss what will make this better and better and better and better. I mean, I can see all sides to the argument, I can, that's the challenge that we have. Through the lens of awe and wonder, you can see all sides to the argument. You know, we can't even talk freedom to each other, let alone talk freedom to the rest of the world. Uh, What audacity do we have to suggest that we're a free nation when we can't even get along with each other? That's not freedom, that's not collaboration. That's not the coalition of the willing. That's a bunch of lost narcissists. All right. I was privileged to write the article that says we are all narcissists. I've explained this before. I'm going to do it again quickly because you can only see the world through your own eyes, ears, nose, throat, through your own heart, mind, body, soul, spirit. Your experience is all you've got. And therefore, we motivate one another to become collaborators in this experience. In fact, it is written up in all the articles that healthy narcissism is collaboration, you see. And and that healthy narcissism is acknowledged as the objective of our growth and development. For I feel good about myself being privileged to explain this to you. And yet I understand that I'm so narcissistic that I have to recruit you to help me get over my narcissism and develop this vocabulary to become more effective. <clears throat> I, I have a young man that I'm going to bring on to the show one day. He's like 10. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to get him to teach us how the kids can understand this because I don't know how to teach the kids. I mean, I understand how to love them, and that's certainly the cornerstone of what we're going toward today. Because the answer to this rant is to love each other. Come on. You know, the the answer to this rant is to be able to see that we are collaborators for the future of freedom. All of us are involved, but we don't have the common bond. The Chinese get to say, we're Chinese. The Russians... I'm not sure what their coalition of significance entails, but I do understand they drink a lot. Hiding. Hiding behind their substance abuse. Oh, You know, in the United States of America, we have a huge substance abuse problem. People hiding behind their substance abuse instead of accepting the personal responsibility to step forward for the future of freedom and talk to each other about how the mind works, learn the vocabulary, encourage each other. This is the garden of gratitude and we are cultivating the garden of gratitude. Thank you guides your heart home and from there, there's a vision, seeing through the lens of awe and wonder and there you are privileged to contribute what you believe to be for the better and the better and the better and the better because my last choice was not as good as my next choice because I'm privileged to choose for the better. Or I can choose my last choice again because I see that it is still for the better. All right. It is a circular reasoning that sees thank you, returns heart home, sees through the lens of awe and wonder, and is so totally excited by what we're seeing, that we become grateful again. And it magnifies this pathway into our heart's home. And we see more clearly this battle, this wrestling match, this dark side, light side. And it's up to us to be able to explain our own dark side and to then choose wisely that which makes for the better. We're fighting... To save mankind. We're fighting for the future of mankind. This is generation wisdom. Gen W. We are generation wisdom. And genw.com, I imagine it to still be pointing to my website as well. But we don't know for sure. i got to check that out. All right. So the story of freedom. Freedom to think. Freedom to choose. Freedom to live. We're fighting to save the nations. But addictions threaten us all. An addiction to my own ideas. How come you can't see what I'm saying? How come you can't see what I'm thinking, how I'm feeling? How come you don't see my significance? How come you're arguing against me, therefore, we accelerate in our rants? The emotional anatomy is a default emotional reflex until thank you interrupts the snowball of default emotional reflexes, the cascading emotional reflexes. Thank you, I see that. And pinpoints precisely to your vulnerability, to your personal vulnerability, that which is capable of triggering you. Welcome aboard. If you've gotten this far, you're beginning to catch on. Glad to have the privilege, contributing my two bits. Please come back and share yours. Until next time. I'm genuinely excited about being able to bring you uh, insights to a new way of looking at the mind and how it works. Emotional anatomy, heart home wisdom. Gratitude guides your heart home so that you may discover the lens of awe and wonder. These are concepts that I hope will liberate the world into vision, excited, alive, free to choose. Now, the podcasts are free, and if you're enjoying them, that's great. Uh, You can support this through patreon.com backslash emotional anatomy donations are very much appreciated and uh, we'll continue podcasting. Join us. Thank you.